praise god so uh, we read in the previous chapter chapter 6 we read about uh, the seals being opened by the lamp of god who is jesus jesus is the only one who is found worthy to open the seals and uh, the first four seals are with the rider and uh, they come with the rider on the horse the fifth seal is all about the martyrs who are under the altar of god and when he opens the sixth seal then is the time of the tribulation takes place and in the seventh chapter we read about like before we open the seventh seal in before that there is a kind of an interlude that is before the last seal is open he marks the one lakh 44000 people and i explained that in my teaching not last uh, last week the week before that i explained to you about the one lakh 44000 who are those people and after that immediately after he has marked those 1 lakh 44000 people a rapture takes place so all the believers all those who believe in jesus christ at that point of time will be raptured from earth and they will be with him in paradise so all of us all of us those who believe at that will be the point of time if we are if we are alive at uh, uh, you know in history at that point of time that is the point we have to be in heaven understanding all believers will be taken to heaven and once all the believers are taken up to heaven then the seventh seal is open and the wrath of god is poured now this wrath of god is poured on all the unbelievers not on the believers the believers are already with christ it will be poured on the unbelievers anyone who has willingly rejected christ the atheist people of other faith and anyone who has rejected christ will be the one who will be there on earth at that point of time so did you get it so if we are alive at that time when this happens so we will be in this time of revelation we'll be already raptured into heaven right so the post rapture is when the chapter 8 starts so is the seventh seal and uh, we read chapter 8 was one when the lamb opened the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour so before i come to this i would like to tell you that the seventh seal when it's open they'll be blowing of the seven trumpets they'll be blowing of the seven trumpets now why is the blowing of the trumpet so very crucial for us for that let us read acts 321 acts 321 is uh, you know i will start from 20 or i'll go a little ahead so that you'll understand and now friends i know that you acted in ignorance as did also your rulers in this way god fulfilled what he had foretold through all the prophets that is messiah would suffer repent therefore and turn to god so that your sins may be wiped out so that times of refreshing may come from the presence of the lord and that he may send the messiah appointed for you that is jesus who must remain in heaven until the time of universal restoration that god announced long ago through his holy prophets so now why you think that if god is so angry with the world he can what he can do just you know you know he created the world he can just you know just move his fingers and say the world be destroyed be finished the whole world be destroyed but he doesn't do that there is a blowing of trumpets and with each trumpet that is blown a different set of <laughs> the dog <laughs> is very smart okay uh, anyway it's all uh, cancelled in the name of jesus okay uh, so before the trumpet is uh, blown god does not want want you know the, everything be destroyed he it is a payback time right you say for god the wrath is going to be a payback time he has to every individual who has gone against god who has you know uh committed any kind of evil activity on earth and in spite of so many people who came to earth and who told them to repent and believe and they refused to repent and believe the who in spite of so many things so god says now you are refusing to believe you are refusing to change so now is my payback time i am going to settle the score once and for all and for that the trumpets are blown trumpets are very crucial in history because they always blow trumpets before the war begins see when we stay in a city like uh, you know at the times like now we have instruments we have mobiles we have newspapers we have the radios where if there's any catastrophe going to take place it will be announced 
but at those times they didn't have any of those instruments so the only way they could tell someone of an impending war or if they're going to be attacked is they would blow the shofar or they would blow the trumpet and moment the trumpet was blown it would be sounded in a particular way particular way so the people know that now it's going to be war and they would all rush and come down to that particular the center of the near the king's place and then they will know what is the thing so the trumpets are blown before any catastrophe is going to take place in this the seven trumpets are there so this why he is doing this he is going to settle the score once and for all with all the unbelievers so that is the reason that he is going to pour out his wrath okay so when he opens the seventh seal there was silence in heaven for about half an hour and i saw the seven angels who stand before god and seven trumpets were given to them now you should realize that when did all this take place it took place on the same day when the sixth seal was open when the sixth seal was open what happened what happened the sun became black the moon became black the stars began to fall down from the skies and that was the sign of the great tribulation i told you that was a great tribulation taking place and the great tribulation started immediately the seventh seal the wrath has to be poured out so before the wrath could pour out god sealed the 144000 people and also what he did he raptured the people up to heaven it's all happening on the same day the day the sixth seal was open on the same day the sequence of events are the same the same time it has happened and when this is happening immediately moment the people are raptured up to heaven the wrath of god starts immediately so but before he starts the wrath of god there is silence in heaven for half an hour till now god has been very specific with his dates with his numbers and with everything so when he mentions half an hour he literally means that for half an hour whole earth whole heaven became silent there was no praises you remember 24 hours the elders are always praising then the four living creatures are always praising god then the uh, people who have been taken up to heaven are also praising god but for half an hour there was nothing there was nothing happening in heaven it was all most like the calm before the storm there's a eerie silence you know i remember when tsunami hit you know tamil nadu especially in kanyakumari that is from where i am from so many of the, my father were relatives also perished in that but what happened before the waves actually came in the sea receded it sea actually went away from the shore quite a distance and it became calm and when it receded to quite a distance whatever was under the sea all came up you know so what happened the people were so thrilled to see so many fishes and so many things they all rushed into the water and then the waves came in you understanding then it hit them and then they couldn't do anything it was just everything became calm before the storm happened so here also in heaven there's an eerie silence it's not like a beautiful silence or silence that you enjoy this is like something bad is going to take place and the whole of heaven goes silent okay and now why the word of uh, you know on that day on that day for that i want to take you back to you know the time of noah and uh, noah and lot you know if you go to luke 1726 what you are going to read now is the same thing that happens in luke 1726 okay so it is chapter 7 luke 17 verse 26 just as it was in the days of noah so too it will be in the days of the son of man just as it was in the days of noah as it was in the days of noah so it will be in the days of the son of man son of man is jesus they were eating and drinking and marrying and being given in marriage until the day noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed all of them so you know the scenario how it was noah was building this ark for more than 100 years and he's been telling people to enter into the ark people refuse so only he his family and the animals all go in and moment he enters in and god shuts the ark immediately it flooded on the same day on the same day same you read about the next verse likewise just at, as it was in the day of lot they were eating and drinking buying and selling planting and building but on the day that lot left sodom on the day that lot left sodom it rained fire and sulfur from heaven and destroyed all of them so on the same day that lot went away from sodom on that time moment his leg is out of sodom and gomorrah his leg stepped out instantly fire 
and sulfur or they say is brimstone it fell down from heaven and completely destroyed that city it will be like that on the day that the son of man is revealed so it means to say that on that particular day it like what happened in the time of noah what happened in the time of lot similarly moment the son of the son is revealed how was the son revealed uh, sorry revealed i said i told you in matthew chapter 24 all this tribulation takes place in the son then son of man that is jesus will come and everybody will be raptured up so the moment he is he comes and the people are raptured up instantly on that day the wrath will begin are you getting it did you understand so it happens instantly on the same day that the people are taken up to heaven now one very interesting point about uh, lot before i uh, go to this you know go to this uh, start on this teaching is you have to go to genesis 18 genesis 18 talks about sodom and gomorrah and that was a city that was full of sin yes uh, especially this uh, the sin that every sin they were doing but the sin of homosexuality was the one that was afflicting that particular place it was uh, not only the you know the aged people or the middle aged people but right from children from young child youth old everybody was afflicted with this disease of homosexuality and you know god is talking to abraham and walking down that place and he abraham knows it's in god's heart to destroy the city of sodom and gomorrah so you know what is uh, abraham start doing he starts pleading with god like lord if you see at least 50 righteous men will you leave the city he says sure then he comes down he said lord 45 sure then he comes down to 40 then he comes down to 30 then he comes down to 10 sorry 20 and then 10 and you know there are not even 10 righteous people found there and abraham is so sad and he goes back to his house and now god sends two angels to go to that city of sodom and gomorrah and to destroy it now these two people came in as human beings and as they entering in lot is the first person to see them they have come with the intention to completely destroy the city and lot sees them and he literally begs and pleads with those two people saying that you are come into our into our city you are our guest and you need to come into my house and get refreshed and i will feed you and you can stay with me and then tomorrow you go on in your journey and he's you know uh, he doesn't just so persistent with his request for them to come into their house that they agree they said okay fine we'll come into your house and we will stay with you we'll sup with you so when they walk into that house and uh, lot uh, uh, cooks for them and gives them food and immediately by the time all the people in the village they get to know that two new men have entered into the city so they come in surrounding the entire you know surrounding lot's house lot goes out and they start telling him that you please bring those two Uh, men who have come into the house they have no clue that they are angels he said bring those two men out of the house so that we could have homosexual relationship with those two men and these are every you know small boy middle aged boy youth old men every man in the village was present there to you know get those two people out you know to do all this perverted behavior and this lot starts telling them no they are guests in my house i can't give them to you they are coming to my house spare them if you want i'll give you my two daughters you know this uh, he is willing to go to that extent that you know they're taking care of i don't know taking care of guests is so predominant in his mind that he says i'm willing to give you my two daughters do whatever you want with them and their virgins you do whatever you want with them but spare these two people but those entire crowd of mob of people are refusing to listen to lot so literally they come chasing him and this uh, angels pull lot and they shut the door if he had not pulled the lot inside he would have probably died in that mileage over there and then they start banging the door and they want him to come out so lot tells uh, sorry the angels tell lot that this village is going to get destroyed so get ready take your family i believe you have a wife and you have two daughters and if you have any two be son in laws you take them and leave the city and go instantly leave the city and go because god is destroying the city for it's absolutely rampant with everything evil and lot uh, goes and tells his uh, two son in laws to be he says see this is a plan of god come come join with us we are leaving the city but those two son in laws refuse to believe they start they laugh it out this is not going to happen in the same time like you know when noah said it's going to flood people laughed at him so the same way they laughed at lot they said no it's not going to happen and they stayed back so lot took his wife and his two daughters and you know not running out of the place they're dilly dallying you know it's your house everything is there even the people are evil but it is your personal thing so they are kind of you know not rushing out as they are supposed to do so literally what the angels have to do they have to pull them out of the city 
drag lot and his family let to drag them out of the city and say you go and moment lot's leg went out of sodom and gomorrah instantly the entire fire and brimstone fell on that place and that place got destroyed at morning abraham came to look down the entire place was completely nothing was there you know and the brimstone what do you mean by brimstone brimstone means you know it's a it's a sulfur containing substance very inflammable so i was just searching where this uh, uh, sulfur is found so much they said it's found near the dead sea so that night when i was sleeping uh, you know and uh, just the thought like god gave in my mind that what you're reading about the dead sea is exactly the place where sodom and gomorrah was so i was so amazed i said i need to check this up and morning i got up my whatsapp is not working mobile is not working i had clinic i had so many patients and i came back home around 4 4:30 in the afternoon i opened up and i just typed google search where is sodom and gomorrah located and it is you know i was so amazed I literally screamed and aniket came running mummy what happened i said see this is what god revealed to me in the sleep and dead sea present dead sea is where nothing grows you know there's so much of sulfur there is nothing growing in that is totally dead that is the location where sodom and gomorrah was once the sulfur is so much over there and the salinity of water is so hypersaline that you know you if people go there they float you will not swim you will not sink down you'll be floating so no birds no fishes nothing can survive in that land that was once destroyed by how many years that sodom gomora happened i'm sorry sister yes that nothing nothing will work nothing grows that's totally dead it is dead sea that is the place of present day sodom and gomora this is an indication that it was a small city god destroyed one city what he's talking in revelation is in magnified form it is not only one small city but what he's talking is about the entire earth are you understanding Did you get it? Yes. And the way the angels had to literally drag Lot and uh, you know his family and pull them out, so out of the city of uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. The same way the angels also will come to take us while rapture takes place. No, 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 no! I am not leaving. I am holding on to my house in Nine Lewis Road, Cooktown, Bangalore. No, if you have to be raptured, he is going to come and drag you and take you to heaven. So there is nothing to fear. If your name is written in the book of life, you will definitely be there. Huh? So definitely. So now you understand the scenario. On that same day, the same day that the seals were opened, sixth seal was opened. The all the tribulation takes place, and you know the one lakh forty-four thousand are sealed, and rapture happens on the same day. God pours the wrath on all the people. Okay. So now we come back then the second verses and I saw the seven angels who stood before God and seven trumpets were given to them now from uh, in revelation 1 we read about when the glorified Christ was revealed what was he shown with in his hand was seven stars and the who were the seven stars the explanation was given later on the seven stars are the seven angels so these are the seven angels which come into play now These are the seven angels who are there in heaven they are with Jesus and each of them are given a trumpet Another angel was three with a golden censer came and stood at the altar he was given a great quantity of incense to offer with the prayers of all the saints on the golden altar that is before the throne and the smoke of the incense with the prayers of the saints rose before God from the hand of the angel now the seven angels are there each of them have been given seven trumpets each of them have one one trumpet in the hand so it comes down to seven trumpets now another angel apart from the seven angels one more angel comes with a golden censer now what is a golden censer what is a censer a censer is a huge vessel you know which we use during the mass you see the altar boy or the priest puts the incense in this and then you you know you move it up and down and that incense is offered to god so that that vessel is called as a censer what we use in in our in the church in the mass it's a smaller vessel but the when you magnify it into a much bigger size is the one that is used in heaven much much bigger this and it is always gold everything that is connected with all the articles which are used in heaven are always golden it's all gold gold is a sign of royalty okay so now what will happen another angel came with a golden censer and stood at the altar so now you imagine that is the throne of god that's the throne of god god the father is sitting there god the son on his right hand and before him is the altar you understand the altar was before the throne and below the altar were the souls of all the martyrs and before the altar stands the new 
angel with the sensor in his hand are you getting the picture are you getting the picture so there is a yeah so there is a god the father altar below the altar are the martyrs and in front of the altar is this angel who is standing with the sensor in his hands huh? and in the smoke of this incense with the prayers of the saints rose before god from the hand of the angel so now the uh, angel is now moving the sensor so the smoke which is formed is rising up and along with the smoke the prayers of the angels are also rising up now what was the prayer of those angels remember when we went back at the time of uh, the fifth seal it was open what do the martyrs cry out they cry out with a loud voice sovereign lord holy and true how long will it be before you judge and avenge our blood on the inhabitants of the earth so they have all been you know they have been they have been killed chopped murdered for christ right they have died for christ and now they are all there under the altar of god close to god's heart and they are crying out and saying that you need to avenge our death you need to avenge our blood so now also and what does god tell them that time he tells them wait rest for a little while little more time and then i will avenge your death that little time has already happened because in that little time what does he do he marks and then he raptures so all that time is over so now this prayer of the angels are rising along with the incense and they are going up to god and god says now the day has come now the day of the wrath has arrived okay then the angel took the censer and he filled it with fire from the altar and threw it on the earth so there is a fire so when you he's taken a uh, there is a altar there's an altar of fire there so this angel takes the fire from the altar of fire puts it on the censer and then what does he do and he throws it on the earth and moment he throws it on the earth there are peals of thunder rumblings flashes of lightning and an earthquake so the moment they you know he throws it the show has begun it's like that the show has started or you can say destruction has begun and it starts with thunder rumblings flashes of lightning and an earthquake now we go to the seven trumpets verse 6 now the seven angels who had give the seven trumpets made ready to blow them so all of the seven of them are ready and they are ready to blow the trumpets verse 7 the first angel blew his trumpet and there came hail and fire mixed with blood and they were hurled to the earth and a third of the earth was burnt up a third of the trees were burnt up and all the green grass green grass was burnt up when i taught you was when we came to chapter 7 when we started what happened before he could uh, you know seal the 144000 you see four angels standing at the four corners of the earth and holding back they were holding back the winds and they said do not destroy the earth or the sea or the trees until the 144000 people are sealed and my people are raptured up so they are holding back destruction so now here what do you see the destruction has begun and we will see destruction of the earth and the trees happening in the first trumpet and the destruction of the seas happening in the second trumpet now the now the there are seven seals so in chapter 8 we have only the first four trumpets which are blown and the next in chapter 9 we have blowing of the fifth and the sixth trumpet so we believe chapter 10th will have the seven but chapter 10 doesn't have it chapter 11th is the seventh trumpet that is the entire judgment or wrath of god is poured from chapter 8 9 10 and 11 understand so 8 9 10 11 is the entire uh, all the trumpets and we are now in the first trumpet so you will see the what is what happens when the first trumpet is blown hail and fire you know mixed with blood hail and fire mixed with blood they are hurled to the earth they are come hurled with thrown down with great force to the earth and because of that a third of the grass is burnt up and a third of the earth is burnt up and a third of the trees were burnt up and all the green grass was burnt up so one third of the earth is burnt one third of the earth so this is saying that this destruction is going to be all over the earth all over the earth 
one third of the earth is completely destroyed so fire will come down it will fire will go like a you know blazing fire like sort of a forest fire but it will not be only restricted to forests and mountains and those places but it will be in the cities in the towns in the villages in every place because what does he say in the last verse all the green grass also will be burnt up if he means all the green grass so if you are if you are having a house you are living on you know say in this place and you have a small garden in your house which has some green grass even that will be burnt up So that means the entire green grass of the whole earth will be burnt up there will be no green grass left just with the first trumpet blowing the entire green grass of the entire earth will be destroyed plus one third of the earth plus one third of the trees the trees will be burnt up so you can imagine it will be total chaos fire all over the place and then the second angel blew his trumpet and something like a great mountain burning with fire was thrown into the sea so when he says something like a mountain so it does not mean that it is a great mountain it resembles like a great mountain means it looks like a great mountain and it is burning with fire so it's something which looks like fire is like you know like a huge mountain on fire and that is thrown down into the sea so probably this is what what do you mean by this uh, uh, great uh, mountain could be a very very large meteor meteor is the one like this the when these stars they burn they die the last sec, uh, the fragment of it which comes down to the earth is called a meteor so but this meteor is not like a small it is so big that it looks like a huge mountain and when this happens what happens this is thrown into the sea a third of the sea became blood a third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed again three things happened one third of the sea became blood one third of the living creatures in the sea died and a third of the ships were destroyed so the first trumpet happened to the earth and the trees i said the second trumpet it will happen to the seas now what is happening over here is very similar to the plague that took place in the time of moses one of the plagues which took place in the time of moses so for that we will go back to exodus 7:20 the 10 uh, plagues that took place at the time of moses are very similar in that the 10 plagues if we take the seven plagues are very similar to the one that happens in revelation 2 the other three which are little dissimilar actually not dissimilar there is lot of similarity among them also that is about the lies the locusts and the frogs even there is lot of similarity but does not happen in the same way in revelation but seven plagues is similarly to what will happen with the seven trumpets so we'll go to exodus 7:20 Moses and Aaron did just as the Lord commanded in the sight of Pharaoh and in the sight of his servants he lifted up the staff and struck the water in the Nile and all the water in the Nile turned into blood So here also what does uh, Moses do is only the river Nile they are Egypt along the banks of the river Nile and he takes his rod and he strikes the river and what happens the water becomes blood the entire place becomes the water becomes blood and all the fish die in it why the fish will die because the fish are not designed to survive in blood they can only survive in water the gills get clogged and moment the gills get clogged they cannot breathe and they will instantly die you can you know take some fish most of you must be you know many of you our house is full of fish you come to our house we have one in the outside one in the small here one in the bathroom one in the living room wherever nikki finds a place he will take even if it's a small one he'll put one fish in that so you can uh, imagine so in in place of water you say okay i don't want to put in water let me put them in blood so you take a you know some blood you go to the shop buy blood and put the fish give it the best uh, uh, you know the other things criteria like the right temperature the right bubbles and everything do you think the fish will survive no whatever temperature you might give the blood will kill it because fish is not designed to live in that so once the water turned into blood instantly the fish is died and imagine the river nile is full of dead fishes floating on the river nile at that time for those people it must have been so horrible but what god is doing now is one third of the seas that includes all the seas in the world the pacific the atlantic the indian ocean and all the seas in the world are all interconnected you know that all the seas are interconnected imagine one third of all the seas 
are destroyed and one third of the fishes the sea creatures so they are not only the tiny fishes you have the large whale and the sharks and all the sea creatures they are destroyed and if they are lying and floating on top what will happen in say 4 hours 6 hours 10 hours you will get a sting here you go to the fish market before you enter you will be cringing your nose and that is just a shop a couple of shops with a few fishes and you cannot take it the mama you buy i will sit in the vehicle or i am going home you buy the they want to eat the fish but they don't want to you know uh, you know take care of the take uh, of the stench there you know so imagine this one third of the earth will be will be filled with dead stinking fishes and those fishes will be all over and apart from only dead stinking fishes there will be blood all over the what all over the seas one third of the entire earth will be filled with blood and it will be nothing there to can you drink the blood Can you drink the water filled with blood? Nothing. And moment all this will happen, there will also be what lot of diseases will take. It will be pandemic instantly. So many fishes are dead. Instantly, diseases will take place, and it will become like a you know instant at, at same time. So many people will fall sick with the same sickness, and there will be mass death. Remember in Surat we had a plague years back. Years back we had a plague because of the rats. They were biting and. people got completely destroyed in a small part of ahmedabad you know sorry gujarat called as surat and people died because those rats got infected and the rats went started biting the people and people got this disease called as a plague and they died that's a pandemic in at one time so many people get the same disease and die so this is that was a small surat it's a small town people died this is the entire sea so you can imagine the scales of the num- amount of people who will be dying at that time and also one third of the ships were destroyed now ships are so important for every trade and commerce anything that has to be you know people import people export and a lot of things happening through that the entire thing if one third of the ships are destroyed then there is no one to sell no one to buy so the economy of the nation at that time will take a steep drive you understanding so now we come to the third trumpet verse 10 then the third angel blew his trumpet and a great star fell from the sky burning like a torch it fell on one third of the rivers and on the springs of water the name of the star was bitterness it made one third of the water bitter and many people died from drinking the bitter water okay right so my uh, version of the bible is rsv and in that it says the name of the star is wormwood the name of the star is wormwood and what happens in this the when the third angel blows his trumpet again a star will fall down from heaven this is also a star falls down from heaven this is also not a star it's not it's not a star in the whole star as such because if a whole star falls the entire earth gets destroyed in a second so this is also a meteor and this is blazing like a torch so you have a torch its torch is cotton flyer it's a huge torch and where it falls it falls in one third of the rivers and one third of the springs of water before where did it fall it fell on the seas here it where, where does it fall it falls on the rivers and the spring waters do you drink water from the sea or do you drink water from the springs and the river sea water is not drinkable it's so high in salt or salinity that is not consumable you cannot consume it unless you remove the salinity and then you consume it so here what happens that even your daily resource of water is going to be affected and this star the star which fell down which came crashing down they gave it the the name what they gave the name wormwood now whenever god gives a uh, right something in the bible there has to be a a reason he does not just give any name so if he is given wormwood then there should be a particular reason what what is this wormwood you know so when you see in the wormwood in the bible in the new testament it is mentioned only once in this book of revelations chapter 10 you know verses 11 it comes only once in the new testament but in the old testament if you take almost 7 6 to 7 times it has been mentioned you can go back and see in deuteronomy 29:18 In Amos six twelve, Deuteronomy twenty nine eighteen, Amos six twelve. I'm not going to read it from there, but it's just for your reference to know what is a wormwood. Lamentations three nineteen, Proverb five four. I'm sorry, sister. I'll go. I'll start again. Okay, it, you can see the worm. Uh, 
the word or the term wormwood coming in Deuteronomy 29:18 is Deuteronomy 29:18 Amos 6:12 Lamentations 3:19 Proverbs 5:4 Jeremiah 9:15 then Jeremiah 23:15 and each time this word uh, wormwood comes it is always associated with bitterness poison and death always whenever it's mentioned i have gone through all this scriptures which i am giving to you i have gone through all those scriptures and each time it is it is associated with bitterness poison and death now this basically what is a wormwood it is a shrub it's a plant it's a shrub plant and it is uh, got the botanical name of called artemisia and this has a very 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 bitter taste and moment if someone you know just take the leaf and you buy you know just put it in your mouth and you will feel like vomiting and if you have consumed a lot of it means you just chewed on it it will upset you it will poison your system and you will die so actually why people use this you know they use it so that they plant it in their fields and they plant it in in the, the gardens and everything so that the uh, it works as a natural pesticides the rats and the other termites and other things will not come and damage the land so that they grow this particular i have a picture of the bumble so they grow this particular shrub over there so this is actually a shrub and when we are seeing over here one third of the seas one third of the earth one third of the rivers one third of the spring everything has already been destroyed the sea one third is filled with blood already not drinkable now one third of the rivers and one third of the springs the water has been made very bitter has been made very bitter now they cannot drink blood they cannot so the water which is looks normal to them which is not bloody now that water is which we are drinking that is not me i'm sorry with people who are there at the time i don't want to be associated okay which who are there at that time who are drinking the uh, source from the spring and the river they have nowhere else they have to drink that to survive because normally you can live without food for long you don't eat food for a week or something also you will still survive as long as you consume water 40 days a lot of people fast right they survive only on water many priests fast they won't take anything they just survive on water but they can live but without water you will not survive for long people will die so what will happen they will hold on to their hunger to the thirst for long time but unable to hold on to the hunger and to the thirst they will go start drinking that bitter water and the moment they start drinking bitter water you know the water is bitter but they need to take something they will drink it they will become the body will get poisonous and they will start dying so they will start dying now the death that will happen is not only you know hundreds and thousands it will be millions of people who will die at that point of time now a very interesting point about this wormwood you know this particular wormwood grows in a you know large quantity in some places it grows in large quantity in the town called as ukraine ukraine in ussr there this grows in large quantity amazingly like it's just rampant in this town and actually the name of uh, this uh, city you know that particular ukraine is a city like suppose we say um, karnataka is a state and we say bangalore is a city in that so ukraine is a is a state is a state and there is a place there and that place is called as bombwood because of the presence of so much of this particular you know the name that the entire city has wormwood and this wormwood in ukrainian language is called as chernobyl is called as chernobyl and what happened in 1986 was the chernobyl nuclear disaster the chernobyl nuclear disaster took place in 1986 this was a man made disaster you know what this people did they built this huge nuclear reactor and whenever you build a huge nuclear reactor you will get lot of nuclear waste and those nuclear waste are so high in the radioactive content that you cannot you cannot destroy them there is no place you cannot throw it into the air you cannot put it into the sea nowhere so what they do they keep this in huge containers in the sea or in the huge river bed or whatever they keep it in huge containers all this waste which is useless but 
there's nothing they can do about it they have to store it somewhere because you cannot like you know uh, garbage a garbage at least we can burn it we can put it under the earth we can do so many things and plastic is bad but other garbage at least can decompose but this particular nuclear waste you can't even do that so it's like a huge amount of waste and the government has to you know keep it in containers and they can't let it melt or they cannot let it become into flames either of them will be completely disaster for it so tons of water will be sprayed on it tons of water so that the temperature is maintained at that particular level and the safety of the nuclear thing is of is maintained so the safety walls and all are maintained so that nothing not even little bit of the of the gas or, or the waste or anything can come out that day what these people did you know they turned off the safety system they just turned it off and they stood back and now let's see what will happen they wanted to do an experiment to see that if we are not you know if we just let it loose or like if you buy you know a hundred bulldogs you lock them up in a cage and then you say okay these bulldogs have been inside the cage for so many years and they have not bitten anybody they have not done anything harm to anybody so just let me leave them out and let me see what they are going to do so this man opens up the you know the lock of the thing and leaves those hundred bulldogs what will happen they will go kill they will chew off people they will murder people they will do everything so who was at fault the person who opened the lock you should have your just because they are inside and calm doesn't mean that they will be the same outside so moment they the, you know they let out the security they left it open there was a total disaster the entire structure of chernobyl just caught fire you know what graphite graphite was the one main thing that was thrown up into the air and the destruction was so much like this is a small part of the ussr whole ussr was affected even europe the radiation could be felt the effect of the radiations you know so people died there people who were in far distances nowhere close to even chernobyl anywhere in the vicinity of chernobyl people are miles far away they started dying and you know people started getting cancers throat cancer skin cancer you know burned bodies all over the places and after 14 years say in the year 2000 they did a kind of a review to see what was the effect of the radiation they found that more than 5 million people were affected by that radiation that happened in that small city of chernobyl and chernobyl in ukraine language is wormwood so what god is talking to us in this is also probably that at that time that in the previous one which you heard about that the meteor fell in the sea when a meteor falls on like suppose what happens like something with great force comes and falls on the earth instantly the first thing is there will be an earthquake right there will be an earthquake and when the earthquake happens on the on this land earthquake can also happen the sea moment the earthquake happens in the sea what will happen a huge tidal wave will come so that is what happened in the tsunami which we saw tsunami huge tidal wave is taken up and this tidal wave will go and all those nuclear reactors are all located in the ocean in the seabed so this will go and damage the nuclear reactors people will not even have time to you know throw the spray or do anything it will happen in such instant the nuclear reactors are going to burst and when the nuclear reactors will burst all the radioactive substances are going to get poured into the sea now the seas are also connected to the rivers have you seen the backwaters you have you gone to kerala you can see the backwaters where the sea and the river meet so through that sea the water will flow the same radioactive substances will flow into the lakes and the springs and that it will carry along with it all the radioactive substances now the entire one third of the rivers and the springs will get destroyed because of because of wormwood this particular wormwood is going to so there is going to be a huge nuclear cataclysmic effect that will a catastrophe that will happen at that point of time that's why the word wormwood is used so after destroying the earth and the trees then the seas then the rivers and the springs a third of the water became wormwood and many died from the water because it was made bitter so all the radioactive substances are there in the water no one can drink it and they once they consume it they, it becomes poisonous and they die verse 12 The fourth angel blew his trumpet 
and a third of the sun was struck and a third of the moon and a third of the stars so that a third of their light was darkened a third of the day was kept from shining and likewise a third of the night okay so now the fourth angel happens there's nothing dramatic like a star falling down from heaven or a meteor or, or anything destroying the earth and the sea but then what happens a third of the sun was struck a third of the sun was struck means one third of the sun yeah there's total darkness for one third of the day and one third of the moon is also struck so one third of the time at night is dark and one third of the stars are also struck so probably if you a day if you calculate you have 24 hours there'll be 8 hours of darkness 8 hours of total darkness because there is no sun no moon no stars for one third of the world will be total darkness now you will say so what big deal even if there is no uh, you know nat- natural light we have artificial light we have artificial light over here we have the bulb we have the torches we have the lanterns and we have all those things so only 8 hours so no problem 8 hours i'll go to home and sleep and then probably the next two third there'll be light i can go and work now if god can you know uh, one third of the sun he can strike one third of the moon and the stars he can strike how long will it take for him to strike the this is created by man artificial light created by man and already i'm telling you the nuclear reactors and everything are already getting destroyed and the ones with uh, you know generate electricity in that process of the tsunami and the earthquake taking place how many of them are going to be standing at that time do you think you will be having light at that time you may not be having even 8 hours of light 8 hours god has created a total loss of light but the next even the other you know 16 hours of your time there will be no light there will be no light probably no light and so it's a, nothing happens if there is no light do you think nothing happens if there is no light now who is living on this earth are they good people or bad people they are all evil people people who are raped people who are murderers people who are idolaters people who are you know thieves who are stealing who are doing all the criminal acts are the people who are living they don't believe in any god they are the people who are left behind now imagine 8 hours of total darkness they will let loose a kind of you know a kind of uh, uh, scene or a crime scene that no one can imagine you have you seen whenever disasters happen like when the you know hurricanes take place when even tsunami took place what were people doing they were going pulling out all the chains and you know stealing there was uh, looting they went to the shops they broke the glasses picked up the tvs and picked up everything and there was no everything went crazy the whole society the element everything comes to a standstill that happens in uh, you know when uh, any kind of a catastrophe takes place any kind of catastrophe people are like that you can see they will show on the news you know that they are just pulling the chains out of people's neck or they are murdering them raping is happening there's no control no law works at all and this is for people who are supposed to be actually you know human people living on earth and all the good people have been taken away all the righteous have gone away now only the unrighteous people are there so what do you think in 8 hours of total darkness what will happen it's going to be absolutely unmanageable absolutely crazy things will start that people can't even think about and at least if you have light you can see something now there is total darkness you can't even see what is coming against you or what is hitting you so absolutely the society will break down and all perverted behavior will take place and then i looked and i heard an eagle crying with a loud voice as it flew in mid heaven so then i looked as who john john says i looked and i heard an eagle crying with a loud voice eagle is now coming upon the sky crying with a loud voice as it flew in mid heaven woe woe to the inhabitants of the earth at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow now all these disasters have taken place and when all these disasters are happening then you look up and then what uh, john sees he sees a eagle flying and the eagle is crying screaming woe 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 to the inhabitants of the earth he says at the blast of the other trumpets that the three angels are about to blow means you have experienced nothing till now if you think this is disaster wait till the other three trumpets are going to be blown it is going to be beyond your imagination that kind of wrath god is going to pour down on you and woe to you means you are you know you like it's a curse like woe to you it's not a word of blessing it's like you're cursed you think this is disaster and you are destroyed now you see when the other seals are going to be open god is really angry god gives every person a chance not one chance not two chance hundred thousand millions of chances for people to come back to him and if you refuse and stay hard 
heartened refused to change refused to budge and if we are not raptured along with you know the jesus at that time and we and anyone stays back on this earth that is what is going to take place so we have to know the truth of the bible we have to understand the signs of the time and we have to live like christ and we have to preach christ wherever we are that's most crucial no one can be given the excuse that you know you did not know about this this was not told to you or what would happen if you did not preach the gospel so preaching the gospel is so so mandatory for each and every one of us doesn't mean that we you know go on a stage and preach the gospel at all many a times our lives should be life of living the gospel everybody can preach but we are not only called to preach we need to live that life and we need to educate people about this is how god is we all preach god is good he is good no denying that he is the good god the goodest god that you can think about but there is also a part of him which says that i need to settle the score there are thousands and millions of people who have died for him and they are the souls the martyrs who are under the altar of god and they are crying every day when will you avenge our blood when will you avenge our blood they are crying to god you avenge we died for you people have destroyed people killed us mutilated us raped us they did this they did that Lord, when will you restore it? When will you restore it? When will you make it right? So God is saying, wait, wait, wait. He's giving everyone a long rope. All of us are given. Everybody has been given. So we have to, you know, sincerely ask forgiveness from God. You know, we can't take it for granted that I am born a Christian. I have received baptism and communion and confirmation and all the sacraments, and I am born in the Spirit and in truth. And I expect that, okay, fine, I have received all this. So. good i will you know always be in heaven no you cannot take it for granted at all because if you have received all this but don't live like christ it is you are like a pharisee or you can like a sadducee who professed to be jews but were not and you know jesus calls them i told you about earlier when i was teaching them the chosen people of god whom we call the jews he calls them the brood of vipers he calls them dogs he calls them every wild thing under the earth you can think he calls them why because he says just because you're born a jew you will not be saved you need to profess belief in christ so these things that we are teaching we are learning now it's learning for me learning for you is for us to learn and to teach is for us to learn and to teach teach your family members teach your son teach your daughter teach your child teach everyone anyone you meet you know explain to them that there is a there is a god who is also a god of wrath at the end it will happen not happen now but the god of wrath also is there so let them not lose out on their salvation you have to tell them about god and that will be the best by when you live like christ amen, amen. so did you understand did you understand yes. any questions yes brother any other, if you have doubts you can ask me and i told you i'm open and i know it's not a easy chapter to teach or easy subject to teach but uh, you know if you want clarification on anything i'm available you can call me you can chat with me we can skype or we can meet face to face and discuss about it but this is something that you should all know you should know and you should know in the right way because when you google and such many teachings are wrong many things are wrong which are given in the in the teaching so you should know the truth as how the holy spirit teaches ಸೇಫ್ಟ್ so it not necessarily that i okay this scorpion stung me i am taking it now the next what will happen it i am taking it i have to take all of them and then only will be saved it's not like that it means when i accept christ as my savior i am saved and even in the process if i die in the process maybe because of starvation or because of thirst or because of anything else and my soul goes to heaven or if i persist till the end also i go through all this and still i my i don't give up on christ i will be taken to heaven but not necessary i have to persist till the end when i it's your heart i believe i i am a you know i believe in jesus 
instantly I am stayed. Whether I live through the entire phase of this wrath is not a matter. If I live through it and pursue through it, it is great. But if I live through and reject Christ, that becomes difficult. I accepted him once, but the next wrath I am not able to take and I reject him, then I will not be saved. So it's a very, very difficult time for anyone. That's why they say we need to go off at the time of rapture. We should not be, none of us, none of our loved ones, none of our beloved ones, no one we know should be present at this time. We should have gone off in chapter 7 itself. Chapter 7, our story should be done. We should be, for eternal life, we should be in heaven. It's only for those other people who do not know about Christ. That's why preaching the gospel is so mandatory for each of us because we will be held account for, you knew it, you knew it, what did you do with that knowledge? Did you tell your servants who are working in your house? Did you tell your watchman? Did you tell your milkman? Doesn't mean tomorrow I catch the watchman and... Christian. Otherwise? No. That Jesus never did. Many people make this mistake. There's so many people hate Christians, you know. The moment the Christians come, they reject them. Because you're forcing Christ on them. You cannot force Christ on them. You live like Christ. You know how they will know that you are a good Christian? Every day how you talk to them. How you communicate with them. How you behave with them. How nicely you are. And then when God will, and each time you see them, you tell God, give me an opportunity to speak to them. Suddenly one day they'll come. My child is sick or somebody else is sick. Give a verse. No, you tried everything. No, give this verse. It's difficult because when they come out, they are so scared to declare to the whole world that, you know, I believe. But God sees their heart. Sister, even if they have, uh, you know, in their heart they have accepted Christ, God is a good God. He will take them to heaven. He does not destroy the people because they were born in that kind of family, you know, and for them judgment will be little easier. Those who were born, your judgment will be double because you will have to stand for what you did not do. There is omission. Sin of omission is there. Sin of, you know, all that is there. So you have omitted to tell anyone about Christ also becomes a Great sin that we have to give account for those who know the truth. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's all we require, sister. We are not asking for mass evangelization, evangelization of the world. We don't want that. We have one person at a time. What did Mother, Mother Teresa say? One face at a time. So for us, one individual at a time. We are called to evangelize to four people. That is my duty. Somebody is called to evangelize to ten people. Somebody is called for hundred. Somebody is called for thousand. Somebody is called for lakhs. It's a different responsibility given to all. But everybody is called to live like Christ. If we don't even live like Christ, it becomes so pathetic. You know, Christians are going taking bribes. Christians are taking bribes, giving bribes. Christians are lying, they are cheating, they are, you know, doing all underworld work, they are killing, they are murdering, you will have everything happening. So you think this is the living like Christ? You are not living like Christ, you will be accountable for that. So it is even the heart changes, except Christ, God takes them, whoever it is. Yes, ma'am. Yeah, this is a little uh, difficult question to answer, brother, but uh, I will uh, tell you about it. For that, you need to read a book called as Estradas. Estradas. E-S-R-A-D-A-S. This does not come in all our Bible here. This is an uh, extra from uh, the book of Ezra, and it comes in uh, the Good News Bible. Good News Bible of the Catholic edition. The Good News Bible of the Catholic edition. You go to that. In that, the last chapter... After the last book of the Old Testament is which book? Malachi, right? Malachi. After Malachi, you will have one Estradus and two Estradus and, and one Maccabees and one more Maccabees. That's just a small chapter of a, of a poem of the prophet Maccabees. In that one and the two Estradus is exactly all the questions that you want are answered there. What happens to a person when he dies? What happens to the soul? Where is the soul taken? Now suppose you believed in Christ. What will happen to your soul? If you did not believe in Christ, what will happen to your soul? And suppose you were killed or you were murdered, then what happens to that soul? Everything is explained in that, brother. There's a different teaching, actually. While reading this uh, book of Revelation, I wanted to know about this and I, uh, you know, asked uh, God, like, I couldn't find any answer to this specifically in this, in, you know, very exactly like what happens to the soul in exact clear 
language in a very simple way to understand and then you know I met a woman of god and then she gave me this knowledge and she said you go so i searched the entire book of the bible that i have i couldn't find then she gave the specificity of this book and i read that every in easy simple english the entire ex- explanation is given as what happens instantly when a person dies how the soul leaves its body good news bible you will get the catholic edition in that you see the last book after malachi malachi is the last book of the of the old testament immediately after that you get one estrides two estrides and then one maccabees it comes again so this is actually a part of ezra's ezra's visions but it is explained in a very easy form of what happens to so there's a different teaching so i don't want to tell it off now but it is the answer is there in the bible so i will teach that what happens when a person dies what happens yeah so you can read that for now if you have any any doubts i can always not now like after the class is over you can always read and meditate about it if you have any doubts i can always answer that's a long teaching what happens after we die even people who you know suppose they are aborted or people who are killed or murdered or committed suicide or you know they're gone before their time god gives a time right you live this much you die this much so all these things are not from god so what happens to that soul is also written over there it's a very beautiful book so find and read that Yeah, see, again we are coming back, anyway I will answer this. So, for that, uh, you have to be, you know, some people who die, they have completed every sin that uh, they had to pay for on earth itself in their sufferings that they lived. They might have had some sickness or they might have some, you know, problems or something in that they are refined. So, whatever they have committed wrong in their life, refinement has already happened. The soul is completely in tune with God. they will be taken to, the soul will instantly meet its maker means they will be taken to heaven now but if that soul is not completely in tune with god means there is something still there is evil or something that has not been paid for that's why we say there is a seven levels of purgatory they go through those seven levels of purgatory from you know 1 2 3 4 5 6 7 those levels of purgatory they have to finish and that variance of the time differs from each some can be in one level for you know hundreds of years thousands of years some can be there for year for two years three years 10 years all that is the period and all that is is uh, defined by god that punishment is oh, that's not punishment it's more like a refinement but the lowest level that is the seventh level that is almost like hell almost like hell but only difference is in hell they have nothing to think about in the future but here at least they have a hope but there is also the thing the possibility that there also the devil will be waiting to take them from purgatory even from level 7 6 5 the people are refusing to even change at that point of time they can be thrown back into hell this does not mean that they enter purgatory at one point then okay i cross through from 7 i reach 1 and i go to heaven there is also a possibility that they might reach up to a point and after that their still heart is not hardened they the, the you know the soul may go down to hell Yes, yes, definitely. The Bible is full of scriptures of that where our job is to pray for them. No, they can't be ministered. The job is once we close our eyes, our job is done. So we can we can speak, we can pray for them and ask for forgiveness, and God listens to our prayers. Yeah, God listens. That's why you know every day. say one you know the divine mercy chaplet for the souls in purgatory the first thing in the morning when i get up or you know the first prayer of my day whether it is morning afternoon evening or night if the first prayer the entire divine mercy i say for all the souls in purgatory after that i pray for all the souls because you know we as we are called as uh, you know warriors for christ once you accept christ you are warriors for christ now you are praying as a community and as a people and you are seeking god's help and this is the teaching which will go against most of the teachings of the non catholics non catholics don't believe in any of this so they will completely reject this but there is truth in this and scriptures are there in the bible to also support it it is not non scriptural these are all this in the campus if the scriptures are there to pro so we are called to pray for them our souls will release them but there's no one to pray for soul nothing can be done so every day everyone is called to you know make one divine mercy prayer and in that you say for the sake of jesus sorrowful passion 
Our Father have mercy on us in the whole world and for all the souls in purgatory. Let's say that one. It hardly takes seven minutes to complete one decade. So we are joining with all the people and for all the souls. We are not specifically paying. Then you can pray for all the dead people in your family who have died and gone, saved, unsaved. You do not know, but you pray for all of them. You can give mass for them. You can pray for them. What did you You will get a. The, you will be given a new body. Means it, uh, maybe I will not look like this. I will be have a transformed body, and that transformed body will be the prime of my health, like the best that I could be. With a face, will be glowing like Christ. So you won't die when you die. Yeah, yeah, you'll be taken up. You will not sleep, and then you are taken. No, that is a different death. I will come to that later on. But rapture is people are taken up just like that. But in that process of rapture, you'll be transformed. You'll be transformed. You will be like totally white and shining, and you'll be the best that you could ever be. Like God, what He wanted you to be, like what He's imagined, you know, Blanca to be. His imagination of the best of Blanca, she will be like that at the time of rapture. She will glow like that. So that is for everyone. Like so, you'll be your best at that point of time. I'm sorry. No, no, no. This is rapture of only the living sister. Later on, when that other. Uh, Then the dead in life will come. That is later on, after the wrath and all. Then the thousand years. Then those people who are dead will come back to life again. That's the teaching which will come in the later books of the Revelation. It will come. But at this time, rapture is for the people, or for all those who are alive on earth. They, as a multitude, it's a huge multitude which will be on heaven. Instantly, moment the sixth seal is opened. Moment the sixth seal opened, one one lakh forty four thousand are sealed in heaven, and these people will be going up. And this one lakh forty five thousand, forty four thousand will be sent down to earth. The, for the wrath to evangelize.